This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Uh, Tig? Yeah. So we were talking about a, a really cute guy, yeah. in my opinion, named Rodriguez in this podcast. Mm-hmm. What do we talk about? We get a lot covered. Um, we don't really. <laughs> so we just get into it? We talk about Phil Collins. We get to the bottom of, I can see it coming. Oh, in the air. That's what it's called. We really get to the bottom of that song, which has nothing to do with Anything. this documentary. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Silver magic ships you carry. Jumpers, Coke, Sweet Mary Jane. Sugar man, met a false friend on a lonely, dusty road. Sugar man. Sugar man. That's what we're doing. Cheryl, Tig, this is going to be exciting. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like it in my voice. Way to spill the beans up front. <laughs> Are you excited about this one? I'm always excited. We have a grand old time. I always forget what we're supposed to be talking about in the this part before the introduction. Well, I think we just kind of are supposed to connect and say hello, and I think oh, okay. several episodes ago you snapped at me saying you weren't going to catch up with me during this time, so it's kind of killed that oh. idea. Um, okay, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what we're supposed to be doing? How is it going? Uh, do you really want to know? Well, I mean, I kind of want to get to Sugar Man. Okay, well... Then I oh, no, I know. Now I want to know. How are you doing? Do you really want to know? Is it long? Is it a long answer? I mean, how are you doing? Is this going to be a long You know what you do? You say, I'm doing great. How about you? So you, when, when somebody asks how you're doing, you don't ever tell them actually how you're doing? Uh, not on a podcast. What about in real life? If you were at the grocery store and if I was, you ran yeah. into me and I said, how are you yeah. doing? And you were having a bad day. Would you tell me? I'd say, uh, I've had better days. Or I'd say medium. Medium. <laughs> and then you'd go about your little shopping cart And then business. I'd go to aisle two and get my cereal. Okay. What about you? If, did you have a bad day? No, I didn't have a bad day. I've just been oh. um, very, very stressed because I'm a little, I'm working a lot right now. And, yeah. um, and Stephanie 
is quarantined away from us and so I'm at home with her dad and our two kids and I'm also trying to do roughly 14 hour days between several different jobs. That's a dream situation. Toddlers and a father-in-law. <laughs> they're in a they're pandemic. Not... <laughs> oh, God. No, no wonder you're well, doing medium. This is sounds insane. And if I can add on top of it, our gas went out, so we haven't had hot water, heat, <laughs> or a stove. <laughs> and as you know, my internet is broken. So... <laughs> Oh, it's, my God. How do you get out of bed in the morning? I jump out because I'm freezing. I'm freezing. <laughs> I can't wait to get up and get dressed. I, I had to meet up with Stephanie, even though we're quarantined apart. We met up, you know, with our little masks on. And she said, oh, my gosh, you look like you're going to Sundance. Because I had, <laughs> it was colder in our house than it was outside of the house. And I had jumped out of bed and got bundled up to go meet her. And is she just, you know, ordering room service in a beautiful hotel somewhere in, on the beach? No, she's staying at our office. But I think she is enjoying it because she also loves heat. And, um, <laughs> and hot water, hot showers. <laughs> well, she loves all that stuff. But when we are in the same house together, living. Yeah together yes i get it uh we have the battle of cool and hot temperature mm -hmm. yeah and it's never where she wants it and i walked into the office the other day <laughs> it was <laughs> 80 degrees and she had a a space heater going that she was sitting next to <laughs> like is this what's going on is this, you're in heaven away from me <laughs> that's like my sister my sister when i go to visit her dr becky hines dr becky i have to wait till everyone falls asleep and then go adjust the thermostat because it is it's like 80 82 in florida you know and to her that's so cool she keeps it hot yeah she likes it hot hmm. she likes it. you know what are you gonna do yeah some like it hot Okay. Beautiful voice, Cheryl. Very, <laughs> very famous film. Yes. So um, today we are talking about uh, searching for Sugar Man. Mm -hmm. Or is it Sugarman? I, you know, I once took a public bus in Los Angeles and the bus driver said, next stop, Maltman or Maltman? She did both pronunciations. Well, that was nice. Uh, nice or cuckoo? That seems like a cuckoo bird. Well, maybe she did it for a reason. I mean, somebody must have missed their stop at, at one point because they were waiting for Maltman. And she said Maltman. Maltman or Maltman. <laughs> that was like 23 years ago, and I still think about it pretty regularly. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, it was meant to be for some reason. It's going to come back around to you. Maybe this was the moment. My point of bringing that up is, do you call this searching for Sugarman? Or do you call it searching for Sugarman? <laughs> well, you know, before I knew what this was, I thought the person was called Sugarman. <laughs> I thought his name was Sugarman. So, which I, well, I would call him Sugarman. Okay. But it's not that. It's it's a guy that sells drugs and they call it sugar, so he's the sugar man. Right. And here's the really bizarre part. Yeah. I've seen this documentary before. Yeah. I rewatched it for this episode recording yeah. and I have no recollection. I ha I thought the singer that his name was Sugarman. <laughs> Sugar Man, Sugar Man, Sugar Man. Until, his name was Sugar Man. Until last night. Yeah, once they mentioned Rodriguez, I thought, oh, right, it's Rodriguez. And then I was thinking, who's Sugar Man? Why, are we, why is this called <laughs> is Searching for Sugar, Sugar Man? Man? Yeah, it was a little confusing. 
I mean, not that confused. We were making it, it listen. Right, but it. I think it could have been titled better. Mm, searching for Rodriguez. Yes, that makes so much sense. Way more sense. Way more. Oh sense. my gosh, way more sense. Yeah, searching for Rodriguez. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, okay, searching for Sugar Man, which should be searching for Rodriguez, <laughs> is a 2012 Swedish British Finnish mm-hmm. documentary. Jeez, documentary directed by Malik. Oh, great! How do you hmm. say this? Benjalil. Benjalil. Malik Benjalil. It chronicles a cult following a folk rock musician, Rodriguez, especially in South Africa. Rodriguez is rumored to be dead and almost nothing is known of him. The film premiered at Sundance and went on to gross over $9 million at the box office. Mm -hmm. It also won the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Although I think it's, I think it gives a, a lot away in this, you know, description. But I always feel like that. What would be your ideal way to do an episode of this podcast, Cheryl, where we could keep <laughs> the beans in the little in the barrel jar? No, that's a lot of beans, barrel of beans. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, you know, broad strokes. Okay. Like this is a, this is a, this is a documentary about a guy named Rodriguez who is or was a musician and people some people loved him a lot and let's see what happened okay and then you're not giving anything away but you you go oh this is about a musician named rodriguez and we're gonna something happened were you upset that we revealed that it made nine million dollars at the <laughs> box office, or was it he, that <laughs> it won the Academy Award that really Mm-mm. set you off? Is that he was rumored to be dead? Mm-hmm. See, so that's bothersome. Yeah, people are turning this episode off right now. <laughs> They're like, "Well, I, I've heard all I need to know," and so um, they've ruined it again. They've ruined it again. You want to talk about what happened and who always. Always. So it's like 1970, right? And right. this guy, Rodriguez, who is very mysterious and dark hair and the sunglasses, and he's always wearing a suit, and he's like super cool, and nobody knows much about him. And mm-hmm. he, he sings these songs that are sort of uh, Bob Dylan-esque. A lot of mystery around him, a lot of different um, rumors about how he died one of them being that he set himself on fire on stage another being that he shot himself on stage i don't know it feels like that would have been a much bigger story if that really happened you know it feels like something that the general public would be talking about even if it wasn't a famous person you know even if somebody was just doing like a stand-up open mic night yeah yeah, if it would you be had like, a mild oh. amount of fame. Right. Which is also odd. Like, how was it so unclear to everybody how he died? But I also am intrigued by that. Well, it kind of reminds me of, you know, that Phil Collins song, I Can oh. Feel It Coming in the Air at Night? Yes. You know, there's a rumor behind that song? <laughs> Wasn't there Which, a documentary about it, actually? I don't know, but it seems so ridiculous to me. The story? Yeah. I heard the story as a kid and I believed it. I, I thought, wow, that's... What's the story that you heard? Well, the story something like Natalie Woods was on a yacht with Christopher Walken. And who was she married to? Uh, handsome. Wait, this is not the story I know from oh. Phil Collins. What? And he accidentally pushed her overboard? Or intentionally pushed her? Right, but that's a real story. Who, how do we know that? Only Christopher Walken's. Right, but that either happened or it didn't happen. But is you're saying that story is tied to the Phil Collins story? Yes. Is that not what you heard? What did you hear? I heard that when <laughs> Phil Collins was a kid, mm-hmm. he was out on a boat mm-hmm. with his friend mm-hmm. and a stranger. Oh. A stranger had invited Phil 
and his friend out on a boat and they were boating around <laughs> and hit, the guy threw Phil's friend into the water, into the lake and his friend drowned. And this is also what I heard. <laughs> and I believe this is a kid. I also heard that Phil Collins, when he was famous, sent a ticket to the man that drowned his friend Jeez. and invited him to Phil's show. And when he started singing that song, he shined the spotlight on the guy that mm. killed his friend. Whoa, way to get back at him. I was there and I saw what you did. I saw it with my oh, own wow. two eyes. That is like, that is the most, <laughs> um, that's the nicest, Believable. gentlest. <laughs> A bit of revenge I've ever heard. <laughs> Somebody killed his friend in front of him. So he is going to get back. Wrote a song about it. Writes a song, records it, <laughs> invites that guy to his concert, and then sings it right to him. Oh, buddy, just you wait. In 30 years, I will write a song. Oh, you wait. You are going to regret the day. You I are need... going to regret this. I am going to sing a beautiful song to you and shine a light on you, and nobody in the room will know what I'm talking about. Just you wait. In 30 years, in 30 mark years, my words. You are going to wish you never heard my name. You are going to wish you never drowned my friend. 30 years, sir. Yeah, I th- 30 years. I thought it was the uh, Robert Wagner situation i do feel like there is a documentary out there about this about this song or about the i think tragedy so or maybe the... i heard that somebody wanted to make a documentary about it but i mean we do have a documentary <laughs> podcast and it seems like we would be way more up on documentaries well, that are out there <laughs> but well no yeah. sir <laughs> We never said we were experts, by the way. No, no, no. no. Laughing Dog thought we might be and was very upset. Poor Laughing Dog. Poor Laughing Dog. In fact, I'm going to spill some beans right now. Mm -hmm. I I would say neither of us watch documentaries regularly. (laughs) And I (laughs) called you and said... Do you want to do a podcast about documentaries? And you were like, yeah, I love documentaries. And so we did a podcast. It's like Bob Dylan music. It's like, yeah, yeah. When it's on, I'm, I really like it. Uh, I don't know why. Do I sit down on a Saturday night, you know, and crank it? Not usually, but, but if somebody's got it on, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's like a documentary. If it's on, she'll watch it. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I never said I was. I never said I knew much about documentaries. I said Actually, I never. I remember how it happened. I sent you a text and I said, "Do you like documentaries?" And you wrote back, "Yes." And then two years later, <laughs> we were talking. I ran into you at the airport. Yes. And I said, we should do a podcast. Yeah. That was like two or three years ago. Yeah. And I said, we should do a podcast because I think we had just hung out and we were having a cackle festival Mm. and I, it stayed with me where I thought we always laugh so hard. We should have a podcast. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. And then you said, no, it was before the pandemic. You said, right before it was, it was like, nobody's listening now. No, (laughs) Days before you came over. Right. So we could talk about what our podcast was going to be on. (laughs) (laughs) We were spitballing. I hope hope none of this. I hope none of this makes it into this uh, podcast. I feel sorry for our listeners at this point. It's best to be true and honest and authentic. We do love documentaries. I love documentaries. But we are not professional <laughs> critics. We're not, we don't, we're, we're not constantly watching documentaries. But I texted you a couple of years ago saying, do you love documentaries? Because I was thinking it would be a fun way to get into conversation mm-hmm. together. Yeah. 
And here we and are. And look at us. Look at us yeah, doing it. We're exploding on the scene. We <laughs> People cannot wait for us to watch another documentary and talk about it. And now we're forced to watch a documentary <laughs> every every week. Every week. We have to... Every week. <laughs> Come hell or high water. We have to watch a documentary. We have to. Yeah. That's who we are now. <laughs> that is who we are. Probably if we went out in the world together, somebody that was uh, a documentarian or yeah. uh, a historian or a, a critic might think we were m- more versed because we mm. have a documentary podcast. If they hadn't heard it, our documentary. Our, our podcast. <laughs> they hadn't mean. heard it. Yeah, if they haven't yeah. heard our podcast, they might be like, whoa, you guys really love documentaries. You must get into it and really break it down. I just had a great idea. Mm-hmm. Somebody should make a documentary about our documentary podcast. Oh, no. No, please, no. Who is going to do Come that? Come on. There are plenty of filmmakers that are listening to this, I bet. I bet there but is. But there's those, what's the story? What is this podcast? <laughs> who cares? What? Who cares? This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Can we talk about the Sugar Men for one second? Oh, right, 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 right. Here's the long and the short of it, okay? This mm-hmm. is Searching for yeah. Sugar Men. So this guy, yeah. this... Let's hear the long of it. This guy, Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Cool cat character, records an album. Nobody really listened to it in the States. Maybe six people bought it, they said. Maybe That's right. six people bought the record. And, I think that was an exaggeration. But. And then nobody knew whatever happened to him after that. So fine, everybody moved on. But meanwhile, in South Africa, they are crazy about Rodriguez. Yes, because some couple went there on vacation. This is this is the Phil Collins type story, not really, but it's just that's what people believe is that a couple went there on vacation. They had the tape, and then they made a it was copy a, it was for an somebody. album, wasn't it? It was like the 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 LP. Yeah, the vinyl. The vinyl. But then people started making copies of it, you know, with their with the cassette tape. Huh? With what? <laughs> just. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm just reflecting on a few minutes ago when we were talking about how we don't really watch documentaries much, and now we're forced to all the time. (laughs) And as we fumble to try and tell people what the documentary is about, (laughs) we're just fumbling through. We're like, okay, there's this guy. It has nothing to do with Phil Collins. It's the most... 
our rundown of what each documentary is about is for the level of a second grader. <laughs> like, okay, there's a guy who sang, he, he made a record, it wasn't popular. <laughs> it's the Cliff's Notes of a documentary. It is. It is. It's the Cliff's Notes of Cliff's Notes. Yeah. If somebody was, yeah. yeah, worse than a cliff note, it was just like, it's a documentary about a guy that sang. Right, right. And so people thought he killed himself, mm-hmm. and then he got wildly popular in South Africa, and it, people believe a couple went on vacation and brought their record. Why would you travel on vacation with vinyl, though? They loved it. They loved that album so much. They didn't want to be without it. Right, but it. why not get a tape or a, an eight track tape? Did they? I don't think. Oh, the seventies. Of course, in the seventies, they had tapes. They had eight track tapes. But remember the eight tracks that would change, like in the middle. It had four, <laughs> four channels, and in the middle of a song, it would stop and go to the next part. <laughs> in mid song, it would just stop and move on. Do you remember this? No, I'm I'm a little I'm a few years younger than you, I think. <laughs> um anyway, trust me, it did happen. Okay, yes, yeah, so but listen. Tell me about your gramophone. <laughs> you have to crank it and you put your ear close to the horn. Where the music <laughs> I think that's where all my all my records are. <laughs> and I'm just dancing around in the living room, cranking that yes. thing. Okay, so somebody brought the out the el- the album to mm-hmm. South Africa. People started making copies of it. It was called Cold Facts. Uh-huh. There's some information for people. And then that's a cold hard fact. It's a cold. It's a cold fact. And uh, at this point in time, South Africa, yes, was completely controlled by their government. So they did not have. Uh-huh. Uh, they weren't able to listen to the music they want. To everything was fed to them. All the things that that their government wanted them to hear. So they, so people in South Africa just thought, oh wow. Rodriguez is a huge superstar, and the stuff that he is singing about is liberating our people. He's singing about yeah. standing up to the government and and don't trust them, um, get to the bottom of things, question authority. And this is the first time the South Africans had been exposed to this sort of thing. Is that what you got? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. They thought he was a what an international superstar. Oh, huge! They thought he was bigger than Elvis. Mm-hmm. And just to introduce, you know, characters in the documentary, there was this one guy named Stephen Seegerman, yeah, who loves Rodriguez, and he said that everybody called him Sugarman, 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 uh-huh. because they couldn't say Seegerman. <laughs> want to i'm not sure what the story was <laughs> it's a hard word and so he steven started investigating rodriguez he wanted to get to the bottom of who rodriguez was and how he died and so here's a little here let's just listen to steven Seegerman talk about rodriguez for a second i got my nickname from this song when I was in the army, they used to mispronounce Siegerman as Sugarman. I can't believe the movie is named and after this guy. And then they guy. just started calling me Sugar, and that became my nickname. It's 40 years since this LP called Cold Fact by Rodriguez was released. And in South Africa, it was a very popular album. It was, it was one of the biggest albums of the day. But the thing was, we didn't know who this guy was. All our other rock stars, we had all the information we needed. But this guy, there was nothing. And then we found out that he had committed suicide. He set himself alight on stage and burned to death in front of the audience. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, so this mm. guy, you know, uh, died on the sword. Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
me that's Wait, not the Wait, didn't best. we already reveal earlier that... That he's still alive. God dang it. <laughs> this is the problem. This is the problem. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm quitting right now. This is my last. What are you quitting? This is my last podcast because I'm sick of everybody knowing you're getting out of the podcast business. Well, the money just started rolling in. (laughs) Okay, so so Steve really what was that his name? Sugarman, Stephen Sugar, he really got the ball rolling. So he started. He wanted to find out. How Rodriguez died. What happened to him? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get us back on track. Let's talk. I think it's important, though, that we we talk about Mr. Assman. Mm. Mm-hmm. How do you say? It was a lady. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't remember this person. I must have zoned out. Elsa? I think it's important that we talk about Elsa Assman. She was a very unfortunately named archivist. Yeah, that's a tough last name for a lady. I mean, it's a tough last name for anybody. I would but... say even for a man, too. Well, I, oh, well, oh, Assman. Mm. She explains in the documentary how Rodriguez's records were scratched to make sure certain tracks weren't played on the radio. Um, and I only bring this up yeah. because I wanted to say her name. Elsa Assman. <laughs> Assman. 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 So it's like that Seinfeld episode. Well, I didn't watch oh. Seinfeld. Oh. It's funny because when I was getting interviewed for the Larry David uh, book, mm-hmm. the interviewer asked me about Seinfeld. And I said, I actually... I'm one of the few people alive that didn't watch Seinfeld. However, a friend of mine reached out and said, okay, you have to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. I was like, all right. All so right. I put that on, and I said, all right, this is my cup of tea. <laughs> but it didn't make you want to go back and watch Seinfeld? No, it was like, mm. it was really kind of all I needed okay I just felt like this is this is good this is, this real is good. good I'll stop at this yeah so tell me about the Seinfeld episode though no it's not a big story oh Kramer had a car that had a license plate that said ass man anyway moving on <laughs> so would you prefer to be called ass man or ass lady Cheryl ass lady Cheryl probably ass ass man Cheryl ass man it almost sounds like an invitation though but what if you were married to Bobby ass man Ooh, Bobby ass man that's not good that would not be good that's a tough one the, welcome to the show this is Tig Notaro and my co-host <laughs> Cheryl ass man <laughs> I think it sounds good Tig ass man Cheryl ass man Tig ass man Tig and Cheryl Tig ass, man. ass man I mean I would probably just pronounce it like Esmond <laughs> but why not just change your name? No. Instead of creating a a, a different some, nobody's you can pronounce it however you want, but people are gonna read that. Yeah, and, when you're at the D and B it's coming out ass man. Ass man <laughs> You know how some people just call out last names. Ass man Like when you sign in for uh, a reservation yeah. and it's your turn for your family to be seated. Mm-hmm. Ass man, party of one. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that they have to announce that he's alone. <laughs> or she's alone. It just depends on who the ass man is. Um, okay, so the people in uh, South, uh, where are we, Africa, they start digging into it. They want to find out more. They start, and then, lo and behold, they figure out that he, Rodriguez, is still alive. In Detroit. Oh my gosh, I did not see that coming. <laughs> you want to hear Craig Bartholomew? Who is Craig Bartholomew? Oh, he's a uh, journalist. You want to hear what how he? This is, <laughs> you want to how he documentary how he... podcast? <laughs> you want to hear? <laughs> you want to hear Craig 
Bartholomew. Okay, listen. Let's listen. Finally, I got to the one question I wanted to know the answer of was, how did Rodriguez die? Did he blow himself up on stage, or what is this dramatic story? Let's open up the lid on this right away and find out what happened. And Mike Theodore was, what do you mean dead? He's not dead. Sixto is alive. He's alive and kicking the principal, kicking the principal artist known as Sixto Rodriguez is alive and kicking and living in Detroit. Mm, great news. Yeah. That was a, a real surprise. Were you surprised when you were watching this? Um, I guess not. Because why else would we be watching it? <laughs> right? Well, because there could be another twist that you're not expecting. Mm. Were you surprised? Well, I've seen the documentary. Mm. Well, maybe our, our listeners can write in and tell us if they were shocked when they heard the news. Um, and then they went, somebody went went to go, <laughs> like that is somebody, somebody went to go talk to him. I guess Craig Bartholomew. Who's Craig Bartholomew? <laughs> we didn't really introduce him properly, but anyway, that's, that's who went and talked to him. He went to uh-huh. Detroit and he said, look, you are huge in South Africa. Yeah. And Rodriguez is just, he's living in what a studio apartment i have to say side note yeah how sweet were his daughters i loved each and every one of them they were so sweet yeah so yeah we find out that rodriguez lives in detroit and lives in a very modest house i think but this is a house that i mean they showed him using a furnace in his living room just like a little fire that he's that's how he kept warm and he was working in construction doing hard labor yeah that he had been doing for 20 years yeah and i love that he always wore a suit remember the one guy said that he always wore a suit when he worked i i missed that he wore a suit when he did hard labor yes they showed him like cleaning a house out wearing a suit Oh my gosh, that is this adorable guy, and sad. And he was, um, when you know, when they talked to him, he seemed to have no regrets. He was perfectly fine doing hard manual labor. Very zen. Very zen. Had that Buddhist vibe about him. Yeah. That... He said it kept him in shape, which, by the way, it did. Did you notice that? <laughs> Wait, are you already? I'm not. I'm not skipping ahead. I'm just saying it's part of the story because, you know, at some point, were you attracted to him? Mm. (laughs) Were you? Let's table it. Let's table it. Okay. Were you? Let's let's. I mean, he's an attractive soul. Yeah. No, I was not attracted to him. Oh, interesting. You were. Yeah, I was. When he was younger, I could see that. Yeah, when he was younger. Mm. But Well, um, this movie does span, what, 25 years? 20, 30 years? I would say more. 40 years? I don't know. 20, 30. 20. <laughs> 40 Let years? Let me get my calculator. <laughs> 30 I years? Have no, honestly, I don't know or care, but I'm just saying the younger pictures of him. Can you imagine if Laughing Dog is listening to this episode? Oh, my God. Laughing Dog would is poking be his so eyeballs out right now. Irritated. He would be irritated. I would so love it if he's just listening ir- to the whole thing, though, just angrily. Not laughing, just... Oh, you think he barks? Laughing Dog, yeah. <laughs> I think he's used to laughing at things that he finds mm-hmm. funny, but when he listens to our podcast... Yeah, angry barking. But... um. Yeah, I thought Rodriguez was really attractive when he was younger. That's um, ageist. You're being ageist. Okay. You're only attracted to young people. When when somebody gets <laughs> older, you throw kick them to the curb. You don't have any use for them anymore. That's not true at all. That's not even remotely true. I find older people attractive. Okay. I've told you you're attractive. that is the worst compliment i have ever heard in my (laughs) lifetime i find old people attractive i find you attractive 
No, no. I just said I told you mm. that I thought you were attractive. I don't even know if I've said that before, but whatever. Um, I find you attractive as well. So you can do with that information what you will. And I hope you take it the way I mean it. Oh, <laughs> if only we knew what she meant. So, um, what? I mean, if we're going to get into who we think we're, is attractive, mm. which I think we should, like any good critic, <laughs> I would say his daughter, the daughter oh, that ended up meeting someone from South Africa. Remember that weird twist in the end? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, his daughters were all beautiful and mm-hmm. also had that very sweet soul about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they love their dad. But did you wonder, because Rodriguez seems like the best person in the world, so what happened to the mom? Were you thinking that? Do you know what is so insane? Hmm. It never crossed my mind where the mother was. I just never, you were just like, hmm, didn't work out. No, I didn't even think about her. I just thought, oh, there's Rodriguez and his three awesome daughters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... His second wife had a daughter with him and has been married to him since 1984. Oh, she's oh he's still married to her. And what? She was just hiding behind the couch? Behind the furnace? I guess. She didn't want to be... Uh, On camera. She didn't want to be part of this crazy documentary. Interesting. Well, that's sweet. I'm glad that he has someone because it kind of made it look like he didn't have anyone. Didn't it seem like that to yeah, you? Yeah. He, he definitely seems lovable. I mean, because they showed like him walking through the snow in Detroit. It was a long... He was walking everywhere. He walked There's everywhere. There's a lot of walking uh-huh. scenes. Yeah. It was cool. I liked that. Um, mm. But... Mm. We agree to disagree. You didn't like seeing him walk around? I don't need to see that much walking. I don't... Okay, well. Okay, so so they say, why don't you come to South Africa and do a concert? And he tells his boss at the construction site, hey, I'm going to go do a concert in South Africa (laughs) (laughs) to a big stadium full of people. And wait, was his boss the guy that was really kind of, the one that was, he would say something and he'd kind of laugh at himself a little bit afterwards and then he'd say something. Oh, I think that was his co-worker. That guy was a bricklayer. His boss was a pretty articulate guy. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm talking about. That guy, he'd be like, oh, you say he's going to do that? <laughs> and he he kind of, li- I like that guy. Yeah, I like that that's guy. That's who I, like I was attracted guy. to, I think. Mm. Maybe more he than was his cute. daughter. Yeah. But I really liked his co-worker that was like, well, what guy? That guy? This guy? We didn't know what's going on. That guy? That coworker? <laughs> and then he's like, and then he comes back and he shows me a picture with all these people. I'm like, ah, that could be photoshopped. What? You know, it's like, yeah. oh my god. He was like, who? Who's gonna believe this guy? You know what I'm saying? Then I finally was like, okay, I guess I believe you. Yeah. And then Rodriguez, he gets to to South Africa and he does mm-hmm. like sold out. Yes. Concert. Yeah. Treated like a rock star. People of all generations came. What, what is it like 5,000 people or no, something? It was more than that. 5, In, <laughs> Once again, 10, we, are, we are right <laughs> on top of, of all the details. And not to mention all the moments <laughs> of each show where we talk about something and one of us says, oh, no, I didn't hear that. I didn't catch that. What was <laughs> I must have left the room I didn't see that at all. Um, It's just us at home, lying in bed, watching Netflix, (laughs) getting up for bathroom breaks, not pressing pause. (laughs) And if we miss something, we miss something. (laughs) Oh, God. That's so true. Oh God. Okay, listen. Uh, you want to hear? You want to hear one of Rodriguez? <laughs> Go downstairs, get a snack. <laughs> you come back and he's in South Africa. He's in front You're of just like wait, thousands what of happened? people. <laughs> wait, why is he in South Africa? <laughs> he's alive. Who are all these wait. people? <laughs> and no, 
No need to rewind it or anything. <laughs> I'll catch up. I'll figure it out. <laughs> or I won't. Uh, okay, oh do you want to hear, hear one of Rodriguez's daughters describing Even South if Africa I don't have a- catch up. I have to do my recording tomorrow, so. So I'm just going to barrel through. I'm just going to barrel through. <laughs> Plus, I have to get to bed. I can't rewind it. Okay, here. Yeah. We were always anxious, of course, to get off the plane. That was a long flight. But we got off the plane, and, and we put our bags on our backs, and, you know, they were heavy, and we just, just kept moving, you know, towards the airport. And suddenly, um, three, two limousines pulled up, and um, we were sure that they weren't for us. But, you know, we were like kind of walking around them, like, oh, we better get out of these people's way, because uh, they're important people in limos. But they were for us, and that's when it began. This whole another world. Oh, that was that was so sweet. Yes, so sweet. And how about when they talked about? They put him up in a fancy hotel, and he he didn't want to... Sleep in the bed. To make the housekeepers... Yeah, because he didn't want them to have to work harder. Right. And he didn't want to mess up the bed so they wouldn't have to make it. Oh, my God. Who is this guy? You know what I mean? I know. And then he, go, and then he walks out on stage, and everybody... People were worried that he might, like, freak out, or this might be too much for him, or how is he going to act... Not Rodriguez. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cute, Mm-mm. cool as a cucumber. That's right. That's what he was born to do. He was born to rock. He went back to his construction work after. Which is crazy. I know. It's I mean, so could he have just stayed in South Africa and, and they would treat him like a rock star for the rest of his life? Well, sure, but I think his life was in Detroit. Yeah. Um, but... Couldn't he just go to South Africa once a year and just sell out and get some cash and go home? But it sounds like money isn't even an interest for him. Well, he did do that. He did. After that, he went back. He made four more trips to South Africa. Right. And toured around, made money. And then he gave it all to his family. Yes. And he gave, he gave all of his money away and he still lives in that little house and goes to work mm-hmm. doing construction in a suit and that is the story of rodriguez it's a fascinating story he has since gained popularity he's he's achieved popularity in north america and europe his songs now have tens of millions of plays on streaming sites like spotify he is very content rodriguez it seems like he's a talented content gentle hot soul um tig are you ready for our our final segment here yeah okay it's time for happily ever after thoughts where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary did you cry tig uh i i teared up Uh, i teared up when he walked on stage yeah and that big buildup of him, his entrance, and the crowd going nuts. Yeah. Uh, did you cry? Uh, no. But <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I felt joy. I, was, I felt uh, overcome with joy and happiness in that moment. Yeah. It was so uplifting and so, um, uh, what's the word? Validating. Yes. As a human being. Mm-hmm. And um, is there a character that um, you would invite to dinner? Uh, I think I would have to be, uh, you know, Rodriguez. I would like to see him without his glasses on. What about Sugar Man? <laughs> Since he's the star <laughs> of the documentary. <laughs> he's a very sweet guy. Uh, do you want Sugar Man at your dinner? No. Mm-mm. No. I think... I would be interested in going to dinner with... I'm kind of interested in that record executive that produced him. But I like the record executive too, except when they asked him about money and he was like, I didn't get any money for it. Remember that part? Yeah, but 
Does it seem like he did get money? I don't know. Do you think he got money for it? I, I honestly can't tell. I, I really believed that they released his album and that it didn't sell. Right. And I, I would assume maybe he even lost money on Rodriguez. I mean, it was it was sweet to hear him talk about it because he really did think Rodriguez was very talented and believed in him and he did produce his records. But they did. it seemed to indicate that there were hundreds of thousands of copies of this record that people bought. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows where that money is or who got it. Right. But have him over for dinner and ask him about it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. To, That'd be nice to get to the bottom of that. What What was your biggest takeaway of this? I don't want to go into that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I would say it's success. What's the definition of success? Is it that you make a lot of money and you get to buy everything you want, or is it that you do the one thing that you love and somebody recognizes and appreciates it? Um, how do you, you don't want to go into, no, no, I think that's, that's good. And that's true. And that's right. How do you, uh, measure success? For me, it's a little of both, to be honest with you. Yeah. Cause I think it would be difficult to, it would be difficult to s- struggle your whole life, but I've thought about it. You know, at one point I didn't have a agent. I didn't, I was just doing, you know, theater, you didn't local even theater have happy and I was days. happy. Yeah. <laughs> And I, but I was happy doing that, uh-huh. but I was so stressed that I couldn't pay my rent. It was so stressful yeah. that it, um, you know, it really colored my world. Mm-hmm. So what, so I wasn't walking around on air all the time because I got to be an actress in a th- theater play. It was just like, it was stressful. Mm-hmm. And you probably know that, right? Yeah, I've definitely had stressful financial times and... I think that um, people, just in the time of this pandemic, there's mm, stress God. for everyone that where you're you're yeah. at one point looking around going, how is this going to work? <laughs> how is this yeah. going to pan out? Yeah. And it's even harder because you can't even go do the thing that you love doing. Mm-hmm. So if, if you love, you know, I don't know, playing in a band or uh, what else do people love doing? Doing stand-up. You can't go out and do it. Do stand-up or even go to work. Some people love yeah. going to work and they, you know, have a great time with their friends at work and you can't even do that. So, but it's temporary, Tig. Yes. Yeah. This is temporary. I hope that it is. I'm telling you it is. How do you know? I think it'll be good for the listeners I to hear. I just have a hunch. Oh, you're going I on a hunch? A hunch. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> rest assured, Cheryl Assman <laughs> has a hunch. Assman. Uh, should we do some true I fan mail? Ask. Yes, please. Before we go, we have some questions from our listeners on the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos documentary, The Inventor. Sarah C. writes, just listened to the Theranos podcast, and I'm wondering if you thought Elizabeth's low voice was an affectation. Hmm. It immediately seemed like a fake voice to me. Another thing she faked in order to be taken seriously. Thoughts? I I didn't think it was fake, Sarah C. You know, it's interesting because I I understand the question because sometimes if I need to be taken seriously, I drop it down. No, I I know. I drop it down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she took it down like this. Well, she wasn't like from she Austria. <laughs> she talked like she talked like this. So that so if she wanted to be taken seriously, I think she she dropped it too low. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jessica G writes, what will you ask Elizabeth if she comes on your show? Would you be intimidated by her wide-eyed, blinkless stare? Or do you think the likes of your Zoom interview <laughs> would help lock the mysterious hold she has on all the old folks who drank the Kool-Aid about her fax machine? <laughs> yeah, what would you ask her? <laughs> Gosh. Uh, why doesn't she blink more? Is that a uh, 
is it a physical, I don't want to say um, problem, mm-hmm. or is it a choice? You know what I'd ask her? You think it's a choice? I don't hmm. know if it's a choice. I, I just think she's what a would you cuckoo ask bird. I would ask her if she has herpes. <laughs> I would ask her how her herpes results came out. <laughs> At Walgreens. Yeah. Did she have to go to Walgreens to get the herpes results? <laughs> or did she get it while she was on tour of her own <laughs> company? Melissa S. writes, just to play devil's advocate, and because mm-hmm. I was bored and a little drunk, okay. I went around asking people if they thought Elizabeth would have been treated the same way had she been a man. Hmm. All the talk about her turtlenecks and her weird voice and other quirks, I can't see people doing that with a guy unless the guy was super weird. It would just be like, oh, that's just Silicon Valley dudes or whatever. I definitely think what she did was wrong and she should face consequences, but would we have as much fun with it if she wasn't a woman? Um, For sure. For sure. I think that if, if there was a guy locked into turtlenecks around the clock... Well, there was! Uh, I Let me finish okay. what I'm talking about okay. before you rip my head off <laughs> in front of... The universe. The world. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if there was a weird guy talking in a weird voice, doing weird things, Melissa asks, you really think Cheryl and I would be doing the show and just doing a start to finish straight rundown of the documentary and not talk about his head locked into a, a turtleneck around the clock doing weird things, talking weird and such? then you are wrong. Dead wrong. Wrong. I mean, that was I my gavel. Mm. Um, and then finally, Tig, mm-hmm. Summer writes, I was listening to this in a Walgreens, and when the herpes detector came up, I started laughing so hard that I ended up shooting soda out of my nose. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is, that's a little meta. That she's in... Walgreens. It'd be even more meta if she had herpes. (laughs) And she went there to find out if she did or not. (laughs) Oh, that really makes me laugh. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Summer. Well, you guys, we love reading your messages and comments and reviews and keep letting us know what you think about the docs. Uh And leave us a review and we might just... (laughs) read your responses on the show tig do you have anything to plug uh yes i do in fact i oh put out a book oh God. called um i'm just nope. a person nope and um no thank you i had a tv series called one mississippi it ran for two i was on a show seasons. called suburgatory you can get it on itunes I was on that with you one episode, and oh, you no. don't even remember me being there. We can't and get into that. What is it something of, of late that you're on that you want us to pay attention to? Well, I'm in a movie that's coming out at Sundance, which is online this year, called Together Together with Ed Helms. And then I'm also in a big action film coming out this year called Army of the Dead. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And Star Trek Discovery. Jet Reiner. Jet Reiner. Get That's Wiener. That's my name. Did you say Get Wiener? No. No. Commander Jet Reno. Oh, Jet That's me. Reno. That's different. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that you didn't Not say Not Jet Wiener. It sounded like you said Get Wiener. <laughs> and when you hear this back, you're going to, you'll understand that's exactly what you said. Should that be our new ending? <laughs> Just to make our show even more. Even, even more top-notch. Serious. Our sign-off is Get Wiener. Get Wiener. Mm-hmm. We've got, listen, it's getting better by the second. Uh, All right, folks. Cheryl, should we do it again? Uh, oh, do you have anything to promote? No, nothing that you need to worry about. <laughs> what about my book? Nope. Tig, should we uh, do this again? Yeah, let's do it again. Okay. Get wiener. <laughs> Get wiener, you guys.
God. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Why? Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kopisich and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can also email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. Next week, we will be talking about hands on a hard body for that one person that keeps asking. That was a HeadGum Podcast.